a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. So this episode of Talking Energy is coming from somewhere slightly more surreal. We're on board the amazing Silver Sturgeon and my guest this time has come all the way from Germany. Hanno, nice to meet you. Great to be here, Samit. Thank you very much for joining us on Talking Energy. So tell me a little about who you are and uh, your background in energy. I will. Um, Samit, originally I'm, I'm um, a civil engineer, a, ci right. a civil engineer educated in uh, hydropower stations. And this is also the basis of further on for all my, my current doing, my current professional acting uh, within the companies, within the energy sector. Originally, after you know, having also my MBA, I moved to real estate. And there was a long time civil engineer building yeah. huge houses like here in London. Um, and then once I got the idea, okay, turning 40, so there has to be some change coming up and doing real estate until the end of life, so no, let's do something new. And then I already decided, okay, let's, let's take the things what we have learned, experienced in real estate, trying to taking all these cool things and turning it to renewable energies. And this was then really my starting in so, 2005. So if you come from a real estate background, what was your interaction with energy then? Then Was it because just people were planning houses with some solar panels or things like that? Or how did you make that link between real estate and energy in the first place? As I just mentioned, originally coming from hydropower stations, so all of them uh, dedicated as well to energy power yeah. generation. This, of course, you know, has been all of them in, 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 with me. Yeah. And then I said, okay, yeah, what, what is the future? What we have really to do for the future? So renewables are already the end of 2009, 2010, really got me. I said, okay, wow, this is a really cool story for the future, and let's enter it. So it was really the link coming from the past and seeing as well what's the future demand and the possibilities. And, and as I just mentioned, um, when I've been in real estate, I've been with the capital markets. I've been, you know, running or being a fund manager, one of the biggest real estate funds in Germany, mm -hmm. um, investing globally. So having this capital market approach and this was finally as well the thinking how we can really find the, the ways or the experience what we got um, from real estate pushing these things or putting the things into into renewables and as you know eight years ago or seven years ago this was a different story of course and thanks a lot was, thanks god that we already transferred is the really professional setup and the and currently the situation is completely differently all the players in the market are much more professional the things have changed completely so i think we are really on, on a good level and everything that we also have done and implemented on, on all this digital stuff that we talk afterwards, uh, I think we are far ahead, ahead of real estate. So uh, Kaiser Wetter was the company you formed, uh, which you tell me means good for good weather. Well, it's not it's brilliant not today. today, but so in the end, if there is no cloud out there, that's Kaiser Wetter. That's Kaiser Wetter. Okay, so Kaiser Wetter means good weather. Okay. Good weather, and this we are bringing to our clients. You know? Okay, you're bringing. It. So what does Kaiser Wetter do in a simple phrase? In a simple phrase. What we are doing is um, coming originally from the asset management, really from the technical commercial management of wind farms and solar parks. This we are originally coming from. And then we turned ourselves, and so already in 2015, yeah, what means, you know, this all this kind of data, IoT for the future. And then we said, okay, yeah, everything that we are doing currently with the management, this will be completely changed in the future. And then we, 2015, we, we then start the journey to transform ourselves in, in a really digital company. And therefore, we are currently known, presenting ourselves as a data as a service company, 
in, in renewal, renewable energies, but not only in renewable energies. So, but this is our main uh, setup, really putting the things ahead. In the end, you know, just mentioned before, we're coming out of the capital market and mm -hmm. knowing as well how we can really convince capital to invest in the future in renewable energies. As we all know, we have to do something and we have to, to, to force uh, the, the investments in renewable energies to build up the, the bigger uh, power generation sources coming from renewables. So you don't own any assets, your company, so, but you will manage the data and what do you help a client do then? Are you saying, I can help a company decide where to build a renewable asset or where is the best place to get this or find the funding? What are, what are the sort of services you're providing? It's more, at the end, find the funding. Yeah. As we're really telling, okay, um, who is going to search the funding? Needs at the end, on the long run, to maximize his IRR. And this we are talking about, how are we really taking machine data, permanently watching the algorithm, maximizing the production energy power generation production. So at the end, we are looking into the machines, mm -hmm. but we are looking as well what's going on with the meteorological data. Mm -hmm. This, of course, is a link between the machine and the meteorological data, and then the financial data. And then linking you know, these three components and, and bringing this to one database and making unstructured data structured, and then using and bringing this to, to dashboards and giving immediate insight what's going on um, on a digital way, what's going on in the different assets. So if I'm a, a company and I use your platform, I can say, say I've got a CHP plant, some solar panel, wind farm, whatever I've got. I can look at how those assets are performing and see where things are, you know, how much I'm getting saving or delivering, but also look at whether if I'm going to make an investment, this is where I should do the investment. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, definitely because, you know, we've something like what is called benchmarking possibilities. Yeah. So we are getting the data from, from the clients and all our clients demanding this. So on an anonymous basis, delivering the, the data into a benchmarking. And then we can benchmark the things. We can benchmark uh, markets, we can benchmark assets, we can benchmark technologies. On the technical side, but also on the financial side. So you get a complete insight and, and it gives you transparency which market is needed. And therefore we say, okay, the data which again we are taking out of the, of mm -hmm. the wind and solar farms are the SCADA data, so coming from the SCADA systems. So we are not going to, to any condition monitoring system, so taking SCADA system uh, data which is available to all of the stakeholders. Yes. So we all have the same database, but we made to, you know, the analytics in a different way. You, to interpret it. Yeah, and this is, this is how we think, to interpret the things differently yeah. is really, how you can use the data carrying so, so much information, but how you're getting this information out of the data. The problem has been, I mean, uh, it's very funny that you've, you've chosen to go in this digital world because you said you did. Uh, energy has generally been an analog industry and it's now struggling to become a, a digital industry. Um, what do you see as the biggest challenges that the energy companies face with this transformation? Because a lot of them, we're used to a very simple way of run an asset, you give someone a meter that tells you how much gas or electricity, and that's the bill. And now we have multiple points of information. And a lot of them are struggling with that. Yeah, of course, because I think the transformation in the, the digital approach, of course, you know, brings a lot of possibilities for the future. But as well, you know, I see talking to, to, to utilities or, or a power generation company as well, of course they are aware there comes a big influence as well, how you're setting up, what means power generation, mm -hmm. what means, it, it, where's, my, where's my consumer, where's the end consumer, 
how are they linked between each other? Is uh, utility will it be needed in the future? I mean, YouTube, you're talking about mm -hmm. centuries, yeah, but yeah, sure. uh, centuries, but decades. Yeah. Um, is this needed or not? So how to transform in, in this way? And honestly, I see by all the, the things what we implement implementing in the end here. If you have something like a digital platform which have the assets, which is power generation, this means uh, distribution, that means storage, storage yeah. in the end, and then you have the consumer. Bringing all these kinds of things, you may just need a digital platform to interconnect and using all technologies which are coming, which are popular as well, but you know you have to see how you use, for example, blockchain, where it makes sense yes. to use, where it doesn't make sense to use. So, and I see definitely that these ones as well struggling, okay, where we should go in the future. But on the other hand, it gives possibilities as well to companies like us, when we are relatively young, we are small, but we would all like to go for big scale. And our portfolio, our platform that we have built up, IoT platform, is built for scalability mm. on a global basis. And, and it's just told you know what we are using there, using the data and putting into our IoT platform, which is called Aristoteles. And Aristoteles, of course, is covering uh, or is built up for, for a global approach. Why are you here in the UK? What are you trying to do? Because you've, you've got yourself sort of established in Germany, is that right? Yeah. Uh, and you're looking at the Germany, but we're also in, in Madrid, in Spain, right. in New York, also as a, as, a, as a base. What about the UK? What do you think of the UK market? I think the UK is, is, is super interesting from an energy perspective. You're just seeing okay where we currently are mm -hmm. in 2019, where we have to go to 2013 and see okay, 40 gigawatts are, are coming, mm -hmm. and mainly driven by offshore, onshore. I think there's a lot of possibilities yeah. as well. And, and for all this kind of stuff, you need capital. You need the equity, but you need also the debt side. So we need for sure the convincing much more to invest and not just talking in our approach is really UK is UK, yeah, entire UK, but of course UK and all the capital, all the gentlemen sitting over there yeah. in these big houses, you know, how to convince the, 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 the gentlemen to invest in an asset class which is generating a good and great IRR and, and how we can really minimize investment risk for them investing not only UK but other countries which are more working emerging markets, yes. which are then coming, which are going to India, if you go to Africa, yeah. uh, you're sitting here, but you need this technology to watch out where's the performance of my investment and where I'm getting the, the, the uh, proposed IRR. And so you see the UK as really uh, more about the financial kind of uh, legwork to get these assets out there, yeah. in a sense. Yeah, definitely. This is what we, what we see, this is, I think, the the big value of, 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 yeah. of, of UK and London, the, the capability really to, 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 yeah, to force in capital mm -hmm. uh, going for good investments. I think that the thing is with, with this change of energy that we're having, this transformation, um, this is the one thing that is always the trickiest one. So we speak to a lot of big energy users, so big companies who use lots of energy, and their, their problem is very simple. They say to us, look, we'd like to do this, but there's a big capital expenditure. You know, if I'm suddenly going to change all my lighting and then all my roof has solar panels and then I'm going to have CHP and then I'm going to have all of this, that's a big capital outlay. And that can stop because your FD will say, you know, if you've been there, the FD says, what's my return? I want it in three years. Well, actually, these things are 15 years or 20 years. Um, do you think by gathering this data, the stuff you're doing, will make the ability to, to make a business case better because you can say, look, 
you can get a return. It may take longer, but I can prove to you what, what things work and what ex don't. Exactly what we are telling. And exactly one, one thing more. Mm -hmm. And even if you go to fund managers yeah. or asset managers, you know, collecting their money and investing their money mm -hmm. for the clients. Yeah. And we are telling you, okay, gentlemen, okay, you invested and you're taking care, everything is fine. Yeah. But you have to use technology for the future to maximize the IRR for your client. So if you're not doing it, you're not doing a good job because you're not using the technology, mm -hmm. which is there. And we have made these use cases, or these real use cases. And say, okay, yeah, we are watching permanently. In such a way, of course, you are maximizing the IRR. So this gives you an advantage as well to competitors by using the things, but as well giving the confidence to the to the to the capital who would like to invest. And say, okay, are the gentlemen using really technology and so it's a proof concept for the future and I can trust that I can return and, and the money is in a safe haven. Your platform, uh, Aristoteles, you've designed it for, I assume, generally renewable, but it applies to the, 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 the fossil fuel assets as well, doesn't it? It, it does. As I just mentioned at the beginning, uh, we see it as well something like an umbrella. Mm -hmm. So IoT means, of course, you know, never forget there's there are sophisticated software solutions out there, steering what's going on. No taupent, everything's fine. But really to get the, the big picture and to integrate all the kind of stuff, even coming, you know, renewables and you have the, the conventional fire power generations, you need to find something to bring the things together. And this you need, and this is honestly really the technology, and it means IoT. The Internet of Things gives you so much possibilities and the data coming out of there. And you're saying, okay, wow, I'm really so fascinated, you know, mm -hmm. by building up their things. And saying, okay, wow, 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 they're coming so much more things. It was the first step. And we're already seeing, okay, where's, the, where's our roadmap for the future? And saying, okay, wow, there comes so much more. I, I was, um, the previous uh, episode of this series, I was speaking to the, uh, the, the CEO of Schneider in the UK. And they, you know, they're a big huge company, Schneider Electric, I'm sure you know them. And then, you know, they were looking at, you know, cyber and data. Data is the biggest thing that I think is going to drive a lot of the change in the energy sector. So what are you doing in terms of, the big problem of data, which is the management and the data security. How are you addressing those issues? Because they're the biggest concern for the energy companies out there. What we have done, and we teamed up in 2015 already with SAP. So SAP is the big technology company, <coughs> the German biggest one and most valued um, yeah. company. <laughs> has an amazing in-memory database, which is called Sapana. And this database, finally, included in SAP Cloud Platform and SAP Leonardo IoT capabilities. This is our technology part, uh, platform, which we have used to bring all this data in there. So we are have a full scalability because we are using the huge possibilities SAP is providing to us. And data security, we also we are telling you, okay? Look, yeah. the data security is with SAP. And SAP is, of course, obliged to give us this data security. Yeah. So, Therefore, I think our business model is here quite clear. We are the data as a service guys. Of course, we are have the guarantees getting by SAP to SAP that the data handling the security is there. And what we are also doing is quite important to tell um, that we are completely aware that the data is the property of our clients. Yes. And this is really good. So we are not taking the data and making sophisticated things. No, definitely not. The data is 
is their propriety. And we yeah. have, you know, private clouds yeah. and the brackets for each of our clients, so it's quite safe, okay, to whom are belonging data. And if you're, long in, belong, or if you're using them finally for benchmarking, of course they are agreeing, okay, yes, take sure. this for benchmark in an anonymous space and then we do the benchmarking. But at the end it's quite clear how this is structured. We have uh, obviously the big issue of uh, Brexit rolling on here. Um, that doesn't seem to bother you from what you're saying about the answer. Why? Why? Uh, generally, personally, yeah, it's, bother it's <laughs> bothering me, but it's, it's a pity uh, what's going on. Uh, but at the end, I think, uh, yeah, what's coming afterwards, it's not bothering or not hindering our approach. Um, no, I reverse. I think we are more delighted to. To, to, go, to go alongside as well with, with the future. Yeah, so the investment will still carry on and the trading will... Yeah. If you just see, you know, if you see what goes on in the UK, and yeah. okay, we need something like, I don't know, 30 billion, yeah, whatever, uh, whatever more, just renewable, it's, yeah. it's increasing. But just look at the global approach. Mm. If I'm talking as well to the big institution in Washington DC, and if we are there, you know, talking about we're really huge numbers. Yeah, if we're talking about 1.5 or 1.7 uh, uh, trillions of dollars to be need to invest around the globe yeah. to meet the goals. So, but this is a big, big market. It's a big, big possibility. It's not going away. No, no, no. But this is the great thing. And there comes so much cool investment possibilities for the future. What? Um, do you think, I mean, people talk about the smart and IoT, and you're, you're talking a lot about IoT. Um, is IoT a reality or is it a pipe dream? Because the, the, the thought of, the, the, you know, we still haven't even got enough meters that are functioning in this country. And we can't, we ha we've got a smart meter rollout that's crippled and hasn't even got anywhere near where it should be. So the idea of you know, all these assets having little chips or whatever, talking to them, it's a brilliant idea. How far away are we from any of that? Which makes your model of, you know, using this data, it's, it's, the, it's the problem with it. If there isn't enough data points, you can't use the data. Mm. I think we are one of these IoT real use cases. Yeah. It's, we, are, we really have done it. So we really, you know, of course we are on the f first instance of, of, of the whole energy distribution, we are linked to power generation. Yes, this is clear. So if you're talking of meter, of course we have this in mind as well, connecting yeah, as sure. well to the meter. You have to, to see, okay, there's the generation, but where's the consumer? What is in the middle going on? So again, absolutely. But what we are telling, and this is what we are, how we are connecting our database to the different assets. We call it like the machine to machine connectivity mm -hmm. coming from the data. Yeah, it's there. You're doing this without any edge device. So we're not mounting new things there. Yeah, yeah. So we're connecting. So, so you, do you see that for, it's, it's almost like a completely new skill, this. It's in, it's in the new sector, isn't it, really? So for the energy companies, is this a process where they literally will have to trust companies like yourself or other externals, or they'll have to skill their own people to be almost like, um, I don't know, um, computer scientists rather than kind of uh, engineers or the people that used to build a, a, a turbine or build a, a power station because now you need to know your, your nodes and your data points. Yeah. Yeah, partly, you know, because what we have, for, for example, Aristoteles, when we are giving this to our clients, it's super simple. It's a traffic light approach. 
to make the, the things simpler. At the end, big data, of course, we are handling. Yeah, people, people can't handle it. At the end, there's a human who yeah, needs to understand. And, and to facilitate the life. At the mm. end, big data and smart data analytics is to facilitate my life, not to make it complicated. Yeah. And you know, everybody, ah, this is huge big data stuff, what means it? And yeah, make the life easier. And you have, at the end, the, 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 the traffic light, and red tells you it's, you have red to do. Red is not good, do, do something. Do something. <laughs> and that's, that's all about, yeah. and they do something. And this is what we are also, when, when I'm talking to Tillis at the end, they're telling you, okay, of course, you can go this road by your own, but you will need so much time. Mm. We are already there, so we are helping you. And this is absolutely our approach. Gentlemen, we are helping you. You can come from, from zero to 100 digital in quite fast way. We are helping you there. And we are, you know, for two, three years, we are with you and then we are leaving and you go by your own, but we just help you to come there. It makes no sense to build up this from the beginning, from yeah. scratch, it's there. So we're helping you, 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 you're doing the way further on by your own, but from the beginning, you have to, you should take the step and you should also already use the things which are, which are there, which are implemented. Where do you think uh, energy is going in the next sort of 10 years? How do you see, uh, let's look at Germany and then let's look at the UK and maybe look at the whole of, of Europe. What, you, if you look at the German picture, most people have this idea that we were discussing off camera, Germany is clean and green and actually it's got the biggest pollution of lignite uh, power stations in the whole of Europe. It has you know, a lot of nuclear energy it's buying from France, even though it got rid of its nuclear program. But it is seen with its kind of uh, broken energy system and many different suppliers. It's a model that some people in the UK aspire to, kind of lots of different little energy nodes around the, the thing. How do you think Germany will look in the next 10 years? And then let's compare that to where the UK would be. But I think in the end, what has been the coal commission, what this mm -hmm. has been done, you know, getting out of coal until 2038, I think this is clear how the way is now from the politics. And with all this commission has decided to go, it's, I think it it's, it's, should be faster. Yeah. But finally decided to do this by, by having all you know, stakeholders included in the thing. Um, but of course, Germany as well is, 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 is going the way ahead. Of course, we have to see what means at the end distribution lines. Where are the distribution lines? Offshore comes from the North Sea, how we bring in the different areas. This takes time as well with bidding. So there are some of the things, if you have more renewables, they're coming other things that you have to consider. Yes. But I still believe that the, the German model of Energiewende, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, uh, has been a, it's a great possibility and, and has shown how it really works. Will, will for it be sustainable, energy renewable? Yeah, absolutely. You think so? No, absolutely. It's super sustainable. And I think they're coming a lot of, of, of cool ideas further on uh, mm. out of Germany. And I see as well the technology, what's coming, where the scientists are going, all this and storage. And I think they're coming cool things still from Germany, showing the world how, how we can use different technologies. I suppose the thing is, and this is great, the boat is rotating, so we're getting, we're getting a view as we're, as we're doing the interview. Um, that is the big issue, that our system in the UK was built, big power station, transformation down to the consumer, and now we're trying to have our own little energy vendor here where there are communities down in Cornwall, there's a local energy market where you trade with your neighbor, you have your own assets and you're trading, which is very much like the kind of little, little pockets of generation that Germany has had for, for many years. With this change of distributed energy, does that bring, do you think, a real challenge for all of the people involved with managing data? Because in the end, 
data will be your asset, won't it? But it, yeah, but I think it's a great approach just seeing, okay, how you know, smaller communities trying to be autark and to see you know, how we can do this by our own uh, decentralization approach. But in the end, decentralization means something like centralization. Yeah. It is like that. And mm. I, I call it decentralization means at the end needing, you need a centralization really to see how... So the d do you think yeah. the data will be centralized? Yeah, absolutely. This, this will come finally together. And the data as well to be used in a centralized way to see how this works. And just mentioned at the beginning, is that you have the digital platform. You have these different uh, uh, you know, um, uh, parts of, of in the energy world, from the power generation to the consumer. This has to be linked together. So therefore, the data is, is, is the missing link for all this kind of stuff, definitely. But of course, we're seeing as well that what's going on to transformation. We have to see, okay, in which extent, of course, we can partly you know, give this away. We have industrial countries. Industrial countries need as well a lot of energy. So where comes this energy from and how we can really have this missing link of the missing storage approach. So the storage is, is the key element by really getting ahead. Are you optimistic for the future? I'm when super optimistic. <laughs> because you're German. No, 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 no. no. Um, I'm really s uh, super optimistic because I think in the future we'll be seeing and how we have set up the possibilities are coming. And we are doing this technology stuff. Yeah. So we are stepping in on this AI, we're doing the first yeah. AI approach. people worry about all these things and they're big changes. Not a big change, no, please take this as a possibility. And of course, we are, we are also experiencing this, the people and introducing the people, ah, what's coming out, the digital stuff yeah. means, you know, at the end, it's my job, you're it's taking, my job. Away, it's my, you're taking yeah, away big, my job. There's a big worry about that with AI. Yeah, yeah but at the end, this transferring, something new is coming, but this new gives us so much new possibilities and they're coming in a new world. So really, we have to see this as a positive. We should not see this as a disruptive. Disruptive is not really positive. Yeah, disruptive has a negative connotation yeah, sometimes, definitely. isn't it? So really, forget this, get it, put this in a positive way in the future. And I'm super positive. And then I think as well, what we, what we are developing with all the other gentlemen and companies are developing gives us a bright future. And this is really, and therefore, I'm super optimistic. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time, Hannah. Thanks, Amit. <laughs>